happy day. Yes, that's the old Philly saying. Whenever it was uh, a Phillies win back in the olden days. But we're not really saying that today. Hi, I'm Anthony Sanfilippo. Welcome into uh, Crossed Up the morning after uh, Phillies lose last night to the Miami Marlins, eight to four, falling to four and seven to start the season, uh, making today's game, you know, kind of a a, a, a needed win game uh, this afternoon. Uh, Bob will be down there. Bob Wankel, who is uh, my co-host on the show, he will be down at the ball yard for the afternoon game today, 4.05 start between the Phillies and the Marlins. Um, uh, Zach Wheeler going for the Phils in that one. Um, but that's that's not the the what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk about the game that I attended last night. Eight to four final against the Marlins. Um, a, a lot of a lot of things that just sucked about the game. Aaron Nola's sixth inning sucked, um, and while he should have been out of it with only allowing two runs instead of three, um, uh, as there was yet another <laughs> horrible missed call by a home plate umpire, uh, it's irrelevant because. He still let up five hits in the inning. You can't let up five hits in the inning. Most of them coming with two strikes. You can't let up hits with two strikes. Um, you got to get guys out at that point, right? And 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 that's why you know Rob Thompson keeps him in the game. There's, there was some thought that you know, hey, it, he gives up a triple and a double back to back. You kind of think, okay, maybe Noel is starting to lose it, but they didn't think that that was the case. They kind of felt that his uh, his stuff was still there, at least enough to get through the inning. Um, and he missed a couple, just missed a couple more pitches, right? I mean, that's and that's on him. That's on Nola. Nola can't have an inning like that. Um, like I said, he thought he had Gene Segura struck out, um, and then Segura, after the fact, uh, gets a single that drives in a, the the third run that Nola allowed in the sixth inning, and Nola gets pulled after five and two thirds, allows four runs. Uh, on nine hits, six strikeouts, and 100 pitches. Um, yet another game. We're 11 games in, and the Phillies have not had a pitcher go past six innings except for Nola once. Sorry, it looks like I, I cut out there for a second. Um, except for Nola once uh, back in his last start at Yankee Stadium where he went into the seventh inning but only faced one batter. Um so, yeah, the bullpen is starting to get taxed a little bit, um, and this wasn't a good start for him. I mean, he was great early. I mean, really, he gives up a home, uh, like a solo home run um, in the third inning to uh, John Birdie. But other than that, I mean, he was really solid um, early in the game, and it wasn't until that sixth inning. And, and you know, the way if you, if you look at how the, the sixth inning unfolds, um. You know, it, it starts with the, uh, you know, he gets Garrett Cooper to ground out, and Garrett Cooper, you know, it's God kills the Phillies. Then he gives up the the triple to Luis Arias, who we're going to talk about uh, Luis Arias because he hit for the cycle in the game, first Marlin to ever do it. But there's some there's some numbers about his start that are otherworldly, and, and when I mean that, like it's one of the all time great starts in the history of the sport. Um, and and dude is just a flat out good hitter, and it doesn't matter who he's facing, what pitchers, uh, he's hitting everybody right now. So it does. So you can't sit there and say, oh well, you know, Noel should have had him. Now that sometimes you you got to give credit to the hitter and you give credit to the hitter. But 
The Jorge Soler double, I, I think that's one that, you know, he probably would like to have. That's a pitch he'd like to have back. Um, that drives in Arias. That makes it 2 nothing. But then he strikes out Brian De La Cruz, and you think, okay, all right, he can get out of this. 2 nothing's not the end of the world. It's only the sixth inning. That, you know, the Phillies can, once once they get into the Marlins' bullpen, they, they will have a shot. Then he gives up a single to Yuli Gurriel, again, a pitch that is not a good pitch. That scores a run. That makes it 3 nothing. You're still kind of like, okay, all right, let's let's get out of this inning. It's still within reach. Three runs in six innings, not, not a terrible start. It's not a great start, but it's not a terrible start. We're not going to sit there and say, oh, geez, Aaron Nola stinks, right, because of that. Um, and then the, the Segura at bat comes, and he had him. That pitch was so down the middle, over the plate. And they were the real Muto and, and Nola were walking off, and it was called a ball. And I, I don't know if that affects Nola if he thinks he's got the pitch, and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, he loses focus for a minute. But then the next pitch to Segura that gets Segura gets a hit uh, up the middle was not a good pitch by Nola, um, and and that extends it to uh, four nothing. And at that point, I think you're kind of like, oh man, this is this is getting out of hand. They leave him in for one more batter. Fortes uh, gets another hit uh, off Nola, and then he's pulled. Um, Gregory Soto comes in and walks the walks the bases loaded, but then gets out of it uh, with a fielder's choice to to second baseman Bryson stop. But um, yeah, it's it's one of those innings that people you know express concern that happens to Nola. And after the game, Nola said, "Hey, you know what? You know, I, I've looked back at the season so far. Three starts, I've had two bad innings." Well, you've pitched what fifteen innings so far. I don't know what the exact. I haven't didn't look up the exact number, but it's somewhere in that range. So if you have two bad innings out of every fifteen, that means you have twenty bad innings out of one hundred and fifty. You know that's not good. I mean, not saying he should be pitching closer to two hundred, but even still, let's express. I just did quick math there, right? If you tack on another fifty innings. Uh, you're looking for what another three bad innings in there, four bad innings in there. Okay, that's not twenty-four bad innings over the course of a year is not a good number. Like you're not going to sit there and go, oh well, that's beginning of the season. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna give me, you know, <laughs> one hundred and seventy-six good innings and twenty-four bad innings, and I'll be okay with that, right? You know, imploding innings where you give up three runs or more. No, that's not acceptable. That's just not so. Um, but Aaron Nola is not the the whole story here. I mean, th that's part of it. I mean, I, you know, I went to it first because I know that that's what everybody wants to talk about, um, and, and that's fine. And and it, you know, I'm in agreement that Aaron Nola had a bad outing, um, you know, in that sixth inning especially, um, and that's and that that's a, that's a game in a lot of ways. But more so than that, the the bottom of the sixth is is where things go. Where where I think that the momentum swing it was sw start swinging to the Phillies favor and then should have gone it should have stayed there but it went immediately went right back for something that's becoming a little bit chronic and that's bad base running so just to kind of set it up for you you know Phillies go into the bottom of the sixth they're down four Schwarber leads off the inning with a solo homer and man was that a bullet holy smoke was that a bullet down the right field line Got to check out the replay on that that thing would left the ball yard I think it was I remember it was a stat cast that it was 112 point eight miles per hour i think it was it was a, a rocket um 
And then after one out, you get uh, Castellanos gets a hit, his sec- his second hit of the game, another two-hit game for Castellanos. Uh, Bone pops out, but then Josh Harrison gets a single, and Edmundo Sosa gets hit by a pitch. So now you got Stott coming up with two out in the bases loaded. Stott's already extended his hitting streak to 11 games, uh, which I have a comment on uh, something on that as well. Um, and then he comes up in this spot, big spot, right, and, and against a good pitcher in Jesus Lazardo, who is still in the game at this point. Um, and it's lefty on lefty, and Lazardo's been great this year, and the Phillies have, haven't touched him other than the Schwarber home run to this point. Um, and Stott really has a, a, a great at bat, um, base hit to left field, uh, two runs score, right? Cuts it to four, three, but Stott being a little over aggressive coming around first. And he said, he sees the throw going toward third and, and, and the shortstop coming around, you know, going back to cover the bag, meaning that left fielder, De La Cruz missed the cutoff man and the ball goes to old friend Gene Segura at third, and Segura looks across the diamond and fires a, a, a laser over to first. Stock gets caught too far off the bag, picked off at first. Uh, so another bad base running play uh, ends the inning and you know kills the drama there. Because let's put it this way. I, I know Christian Pache is on deck, right? But I guarantee you that was Lazardo's last batter. Uh, they had already been out to the mound to visit and talk to him. And um, there was, you know, action in the bullpen. And as soon as they bring in a righty, then Brandon Marsh comes up with two men on base. And Marsh has been red hot as well. So that you have the momentum. And, okay, you cut it to four to three. But then you go into the seventh. Connor Brogdon gives up a solo homer. That makes it five to three. In the, uh, in the bottom of the seventh, the Phillies get, a, get two men on with one out. And JT Real Muto looking like 2022 April JT Real Muto, where he grounds into so many double plays, grounds into a double play to kill the inning. Um, they had first first and second there with uh, Marsh had let off with a walk and Schwarber walked. So after Trey Turner, 0 for 5, uh, was made the first out. And then so Real Muto double play gets, the, you know, kills the Phillies in that inning. And then Andrew Bellotti, who's been fantastic for the Phillies to this point. Let's let's be honest. I mean, in every every appearance, he's been great. He comes in in the eighth inning and absolutely implodes. He allows three runs on four hits, um, a double by Goriel, uh, gets the gets two outs, and then a single by Birdie uh, drives in Goriel. Birdie steals second, uh, a triple by Jazz Chisholm with two strikes. Again, another two strike uh, hit uh, that scores Birdie. Um, he then walks uh, pinch hitter uh, uh, Jesus Sanchez, and then Arias gets the RBI single to um, finish off the Phillies and finish off his cycle, which he only needed the single, which was crazy. Um, he becomes the first Marlin to ever hit for a cycle in a game. Uh, the Marlins have been around since 1993, um, so that's uh, 30 years, and they've never had one. Um, and yet, uh, there was the first one last night and it was interesting. I mean, put a little note out on Twitter. I've been attending, I'm 49 years old. I've been going to baseball games for 46 years. Um, I've been to hundreds of games. I, 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 I don't say a th- over a thousand, but it's, it's quite possible that it's over a thousand to this point, but I just say hundreds, uh, just so I don't know the exact number. And up until last season in the world series, I had never seen a no hitter in person. Well, then it happened, and it happened against the Phillies. 
I had never been at a seen a cycle in person. And well, it happened last night. So that would mean I've been of the in the last six games that I've attended, um, excluding spring training. Those, those games don't count. Um, in this last six games that I've attended, the, there I've seen a no hitter and a cycle, neither of which I had seen in the forty six years I had been going to baseball games prior. So it's wild that things that happen in this sport sometimes. Luis Arias, who's going to now be the the new Philly killer with the Marlins because he's such a good hitter. The, just listen to this that is statistic. He's now batting five thirty seven. Yeah, it's it's early. It's twelve games, right? You think say it's a small sample, right? Uh, it's going to he's not going to stay there. Of course, he's not going to stay at five thirty seven. But it's the ninth best start since nineteen oh one in Major League Baseball history. Hitting five thirty seven, and there's some names like that. He's that you look at the names he's behind. Uh, Nap Lajoie, nineteen oh one, hit six thirty three. Frank Catalanado hit six hundred in two thousand. I do remember that. Uh, Jack Myers, five eighty eight in nineteen twelve. Stan Musial, five fifty one in nineteen fifty eight. Harry Heilman, five forty three in nineteen twenty three. Bob Fothergill, five forty two in nineteen twenty seven. Dave Chalk. 541 in 1975. I was alive, but do not remember that one. And Cecil Travis, 538 in 1941. So uh, that's some pretty crazy stuff. Um, so, yeah, it, hell of a hitter, and the Phillies are going to have to deal with him for, for a while. He's only 26 years old, uh, and, and he's going to be uh, part of that Marlins lineup, I think, for a while. Uh, as for a couple other things from the Phillies, Bryson Stott, uh, this is a positive. Extended his his career hitting streak to 11 games to start the year. Um, and uh, that ties uh, D.D. Gregorius, Chase Utley, and Don Demeter, uh, who were, I think, the I think that makes them um, fifth all time in, in uh, the best start uh, for hitting streak for the for a Philly. Um, but he also had his eighth multi-hit game to start the year, uh, which ties Arias. Uh, for the best in the majors um, to start the year. So he's got eight multi-hit games. Uh, if he gets a hit today, it'll be the first time a Philly has had a hit in the first 12 games of the season since 1950. Willie Puddenhead-Jones, uh, third baseman on the 1950 Phillies, was the last to do it. The team record is 23 games, um, so he's got a ways to go to, to match the team record. But still, nevertheless, that, that's pretty good. Um I mentioned Schwarber's homer. That was his third homer of the season. Um, he still doesn't look completely right. I mean, he had a, a homer, a walk, and struck out three times. And I know you're going to say, well, that's that's Kyle Schwarber. And, and it is, but too many strikeouts, He's and he's not walking enough. Um, he needs to put more balls in play. Uh, I think that there there are there's a hole out there for him. They're not shifting anymore, right? So swing the bat, be a little bit more aggressive, Kyle, and uh, you might see some, some positive results. Um, Josh Harrison had his first two-hit game uh, for the Phillies. Uh, started off really slow. He was one for ten in his first uh, first ten at bats. Uh, now three for thirteen. So uh, hopefully that's a positive sign um, moving forward. Uh, aside from that, the only other two-hit games were Castellanos, who I mentioned. And that's it. Castellanos was the only other two-hit game. Um, so yeah. Uh, Nothing else really from the game. It was kind of disappointing, kind of sucked. Um, so let's uh, go forward to tonight and or today, 4.05 start. Um, and uh, 
you know, the, the, the Phillies will look to win the series. And if they do, look, if they win the series, you win two out of three, um, you can't complain. Again, it's like they, what happened with the Reds. Yeah, it sucked that they lost Easter, sucked they lost Easter Sunday, should have won that game. Um, but you can't complain if you're winning two out of three, two out of three, right? That's that's all you can ask for is win the series as you go along. And if they do, if they win the game today, and they're still just five and seven, but with the exception of the first series against the Rangers, which is a little bit of an outlier, that's the one thing that's uh, that's left out there um, that has not, um, you know, that has not finished off. So anyway, uh, that's it for me. Bob will be taking you to, uh, through the game tonight and tomorrow. Um, be sure to uh, follow us on Twitter. Um, I'm at Aunt San Philly. Uh, Bob is um, at uh, Bob Wankel CB. Um, and at Up Phillies is the podcast's um, Twitter handle at Up Phillies. Um, so, and also uh, don't forget to subscribe, listen to us on all of your favorite podcast channels, uh, Apple, Apple, Google Play, you know, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, all those great places you can find Cross Stop of Phillies podcast and subscribe uh, to us on YouTube, um, on the Crossing Broad YouTube page. Uh, you can watch the, the pods there. Uh, so uh, for Bob, uh, I'm Anthony. Check it in. Check in with Bob tomorrow on the Crossed Up Daily, uh, morning after, and uh, I will talk to you soon on our next full podcast, which comes Friday morning following the first game in Tennessee, uh, Tennessee, Cincinnati. It's close to Tennessee, not quite Tennessee, but it's in Ohio. It's Cincinnati, <laughs> Phillies in Cincinnati. That's the next series after after the Marlins. So uh, have a great one, uh, and uh, hopefully you will have a better result to talk about uh, after tonight. Take care.